0: Women's Health Melbourne is an innovative, holistic, fertility and women's health practice. We are world leaders in IVF and egg freezing and provide our patients with every opportunity to achieve their goals. Our hand-picked
1: expert team provides the ultimate care experience for our patients. Reach us at womenshealthmelbourne.com.au and follow us at Women's Health Melbourne and at Dr Raylia Today we're excited to have Christy Hopwood and Freya Owen from Mummy You've Got This, the facilitated online mothers community joining us. Welcome Christy and Freya. Thank, Thank you. you. I know I've just said the online mothers community, but it's not just online. Did it start as offline? It did Mama You've Got This started as
2: a um, physical village. We felt really strongly about bringing families and particularly mothers and their babies together in person so that they could meet, their babies could play and they could have face-to-face expert interaction with our team of amazing experts. We were running small group classes, which we absolutely loved. The biggest, well, one of the biggest reasons why we started Mummy You've Got This is so that Christy and I could be around mums and babies and cuddle babies. So it was really important to us that we be able to have a physical place where um, we could do that, where we could connect them with these amazing experts. And when COVID hit, we had to just do a complete about-face. We took our entire program virtual and while we'd been nervous about doing that or having any virtual component before COVID hit, it's actually been a really amazing way to deliver fantastic information and to also facilitate really quite deep interactions between parents and also between parents and experts.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So, And how did it all begin? Yeah, so well, so now we have a virtual village of nearly 12,500 parents which is so cool because so many of the people that come to our classes are dads and same sex couples um so we really are supporting everybody which we just love from every culture under the sun um which is so cool to us because we just feel that the more people that we can reach the greater connections people can form and the more that we feel that we're on this parenting journey together which is why we started it in the first place so Freya and I were two mums pounding the pavement together so we've got uh I've got four children, Freya's got three children and our below youngest children are all boys and they're all the same age. And they started kinder together. And while we were walking the streets um, talking about our parenting journey and just the highs and the lows of it, we are like, why isn't there something out there like this where people can meet another mama for the journey and really feel connected and supported along the whole way? And then we were also very aware of social media. So we were both pre-social media times where, you know, we were just going through parenthood by ourselves or with the normal um, mechanisms of what was available. And during that time, we sort of really felt the pressure on mums, like this huge pressure to look like you have it all and be it all we see these amazing pictures of women breastfeeding upside down and on rocks with the waves crashing. And we were like, we can just get out of bed. You know, I haven't had a shower in a week. Um, We're just literally, you know, we're just here and we had each other for that. And we thought, how can we, you know, help mums feel supported about the real side of motherhood, what motherhood's really like and create a place that's open and honest and we wanted a physical village so you could get a hug from another mum on one of those days where you just feel like this is so tough and sometimes it's just taking another mum to say to you you know motherhood is the most beautiful and amazing thing you ever do but it's so tough and it's the biggest transition that you ever go through and so when we were walking around talking about this we we're like you know there's so much advice out there and it's so conflicting So, one minute someone will tell me one thing, and the next minute someone else is telling me another. And then there's all these influencers out there on social media who aren't really experts telling people to get their body back, you know, week one after having a baby. And we were like, this is dangerous. You know, people are going to end up with prolapses, and they're just feeling like they're failing when they're not. They're just going through parenthood. And so, We had consulted a lot of experts in our time, so with seven kids between us, I think we'd seen a lot of experts and we had formed amazing relationships with these experts along the way and also we realised how expensive they can be and they're just not accessible to everybody and we really felt that the medical system was favoured for people that could afford to go and see these experts and we thought, how can we bring these experts to everybody? And so we created the very first ever set of masterclasses for each age and stage of the parenting journey and a set of guides that went along with it. So the guides to parenthood and yeah, that's how it all started. And we started with a pilot run of classes um, that we held um, in Melbourne. And then after our pilot run of classes, we're like, yes, it can work. Like we can actually do this. And then we ran our first lot of classes in January when COVID hit and that's when we had to pivot the business
0: when covid hit and you had that realization that you just kind of started something you were really passionate about and had that momentum and then suddenly the world conspired against you tell us about how you pivoted how did that how did that happen it was a conversation on a sunday
2: night and it was we were exhausted because we'd already been um, out of choice homeschooling our kids for a couple of weeks. We, have, we each have children that are sensitive for um, respiratory illnesses. And at that time, with all the hysteria, we didn't know what was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. So we just stopped it on the safe side to keep our kids home. And we just had this sense that it was the beginning of something um, that was out of our control. And we felt incredibly privileged to have an amazing team ready to go and an amazing program that could literally be flipped virtually instantly. Mm. So we stayed up really, really late and we worked out a model that would work and we took it virtual. And we were very fortunate that our amazing experts were completely on board and behind it 100% and they could see the need and they could see that we were a way that they could help to meet, to meet that need. And we just pressed go and went running with it. And then our program continued to evolve as COVID evolved. So initially we decided to take the classes virtually. We didn't know what that would mean. Um, we started doing uh, Insta Lives with expert guests. So we were providing free information on Instagram Live weekly and sometimes more frequently than that. And we realised quickly that that was a really great way for us to deliver important information immediately. So, as soon as restrictions were changing in the hospital, we were able to get our obstetrician expert, Dr. Peter Jesevic, to do an Insta Live that day explaining what the new restrictions were, setting people's minds at ease, being a real voice for calm and for really good quality information that was so needed at that point because people were. Very distressed and feeling very uncertain, especially those parents who were pregnant mm-hmm. and didn't know what it was going to look like for, to actually bring their baby into the world. So we felt incredibly fortunate that we could offer that amazing advice and be that support. And through that, we actually ran the first virtual um, birth free, we ran a free birth class for the nation with more than 1,500 people that tuned in to listen to that. And that was amazing. That was with our obstetrician expert, also our women's physio expert and our midwife expert as well. And so for everybody to have access to the the, genuinely what we feel is the very best information from experts we've used ourselves and rate so, so highly, that was an incredible gift that we felt we were able to give to um, all parents out there. Mm And then the Instagram Lives continued throughout the year. So we still run those. They're a brilliant way for us to be able to give free expert advice. And we have a really loyal following that tune in every week to hear what the expert has to say. And we still use those two to give really important information to our parent community Mm -hmm. when it's needed. The other thing that we did was establish our virtual mothers group. So we were hearing that... Unfortunately the maternal child health nurses weren't able to offer their groups and we wanted knowing firsthand the importance of connection and that being something that was pivotal to the beginning the foundations of our business we wanted to connect people and we also realized that pregnancy was a really important time to connect people so we started to run virtual mothers groups from pregnancy right through to toddlerhood and giving people an opportunity to meet and connect virtually and we'd group them by stage and by geographic location and we run those for free in the evening. So we'd be homeschooling our kids during the day and running those at night. And that was, it was a wonderful thing. We've got more than 1,000 um, mums now in virtual new mums groups or mums groups all around the country and still growing. We
1: keep doing them. So,
0: yeah.
1: It sounds like a lovely idea that happened organically. What have you learnt as it's been, become a business? Gosh,
3: the power of connection. I think, and support and just the power of saying, I'm having a tough day. You know, parenting is sometimes really tough. And then just seeing another mum say, you know what's it's really tough for me too. And someone else saying, it's really tough for me too. Or this worked for me, what works for you? And just seeing around our virtual classrooms, the mum's opening up and the dad's saying, you know, what worked for them and what didn't work for them, I think is just really powerful. I think the depth of connection virtually has been astonishing. We've got friends that are lifelong friends that are supporting each other with their parents overseas who still haven't yet met their grandchild. During COVID, there was no birth classes. There was no child health nurse checks. There was no breastfeeding person that could come to your house. Um, during birth, you couldn't have um, gas. You couldn't have water. Um, some people giving birth, coming home after four hours and then not having a child health nurse physical check of your child. You are doing a FaceTime. And so throughout all of that time, they were alone in, at, by themselves at home. And motherhood isn't supposed to be done by yourself. It's supposed to be done with a village. And so we learned very quickly how to assemble your village for mums and how to support them just through being open and honest, I think, because that's where the magic happens. And we also learned a whole lot. We knew a lot about you know, raising children and having children ourselves. But our experts are the best in the business. So every single masterclass that they do, we learn something new. And I think we've just learnt that you can do a whole lot. You know, we're two two mums with seven kids. So we homeschooled um, our older kids, which was huge. And then every spare moment, we would be doing our social media. You know, we don't have a big marketing team. We don't have a big PR team. Um, it's just Freya and I, and um, we do everything. We send every single email to every single person, line up all of our experts, work out what they're gonna say, what information that people are after. So we've learnt a lot about that. And online. So we we hadn't used Zoom prior to COVID. And now we've done I don't know how many mothers' groups meeting them. Like we've got over a thousand mums but each, you know, each one of them's in a group and we have several sessions with them in groups and we've done so many Insta lives and so many virtual classes because um, we've got six different classes in our Masterclass series and we run those every month throughout COVID. So it was a lot of time spent online, so we learnt a lot about that.
2: I think the other thing that surprised us too was the willingness of people to share. I think there's something about being at home and being in your safe space where people, are they haven't had to get all dolled up. To leave the house it's something that's very easy for them just to click onto zoom even if their face isn't on there and how open people can be as well in that sort of situation when they are at home and they're maybe they're feeling vulnerable but there's a security in the fact that They've got something that they're connected to but there's something that's not judging them either and it doesn't matter that they haven't been able to have a shower or get out of the house. They've still, you know, they've made it, they've made it into that conversation and they've made it into that network of people that are there to support them and everybody that signs up for our programs and that attends our class does so with heart. So there's something really beautiful about um, meeting a new group of parents for the first time and everybody is engaged and wanting to learn and wanting to give as well as wanting to you know have information and expert knowledge and that's a really beautiful thing and a real privilege for us to be able to facilitate connection between parents and to be like Christy says to reiterate to them that it's okay you know you're doing a great job to be able to provide support and to really unlock that for them, so that then they can support other parents too. It's been, it's
3: it's just been such a privilege yeah. for us to. And the power of that. mums. Gosh, mm-hmm. mums are amazing, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> like you know, through COVID, working from home, homeschooling, raising little people, or even if they're going through IVF, like the journey of being so alone in that time, IVF was on, IVF was off, like that's huge stress um, for all of those women. And through the power of mums, they just did outstanding. Um, I do think the ramifications of all the work that women did during that time will be long lasting and the trauma that they felt during that time will be long lasting. But, you know, mums can do anything, and we really learned through that process to speak up when something's not right. So, all of our mums were telling us, you know, that child health nurses, they're the most important person in your journey once you've got a child. They're your expert, they give you all your information and really guide and support you along the way. Their physical checks weren't happening. And it, I totally understand why that wasn't, you know, they had to pivot very, very quickly and it wasn't seen as a a central service to have a physical check. They were definitely doing FaceTime and things like that. And we were hearing from mums that were struggling with depression and were struggling with lower, you know, a low weight baby, um, hip dysplasia. These things weren't getting checked. You know, the child's head may be, you know, slightly dented from sleeping in a certain way, but, you know, you can't see that unless you physically examine a baby. And so we thought we can't just do nothing. We've got to do something. And so we campaigned the government. And then from that, um, Katie Allen, an MP for Higgins actually went to parliament she she did a parliamentary speech
2: um advocating for maternal child health services to be reinstated yeah,
0: and she's a pediatrician actually she by is. training. Yeah. Yes, she is and she's she's
2: been an amazing um advocate for women and for mums and you know as as a pediatrician and as a mother herself she really recognized the gap and the importance in reinstating those services so for us we were really privileged to have a dialogue with the with the parents where we knew what they were going through at any one time and then we did everything that we could to try and support them through that Um, with yeah with the maternal child health and also with other things as they pop up we're big advocates for women and for parents
3: yeah. So the then they journey. passed a motion to make it um, <laughs> mandatory that, the, you know, child health nurse checks were essential service. So that was, you know, I had all of the kids instead of Freya, like we were on our little laptops, you know, all huddled around watching her do this speech where she was saying, you know, there's need to be made essential services. And then they were. So like, we were just thrilled. We were like, we're two little mums, you know, homeschooling our kids, but we can make change and everyone can, you know, all of the mums that spoke up saying, you know, this is not great, we need help. Um, And I think that's really a key thing to motherhood is saying you need help sometimes Um, along the process. If you're trying to conceive and it's not happening or if you're just pregnant, just reaching out and saying how it really is. And that was a great thing about COVID is it was a real leveller. You know, on Zoom you could see your boss, you know, you could see their cactus behind them or what sort of background they had. You know, they would be wearing a normal top. But that was really great because you got to see the real authentic self of people. And I think when people are really authentic and really open for connection, that's where the magic, happens and I think that that was great because people could really support each other because they were really open and honest with each other.
0: Have you found with the virtual mothers groups and classes that you've been running that mothers connect outside of the class and how has that um, happened now that we're coming out of restrictions?
2: Yeah, they do. It's, we have some amazing stories from groups that are still meeting now so that they're still Zooming, they're still WhatsApping all hours of the day and night as, you know, every mother does. Exactly. And now they're meeting physically. So, you know, there's one group that springs to mind um, just locally that, they meet every week. There's other there's groups all around the country that are now meeting physically, as well as keeping in touch over, over Zoom and WhatsApp. So that has been a really amazing thing. We weren't sure if the interest in the virtual groups would start to wane with restrictions easing, but it's really, really strong still because I think people at a time when they're feeling unsure and uncertain about a new role, it's a really nice time to just seek other people at the same stage who they can lean on and experience that new thing with and so we'll continue to run the groups regardless of restrictions or no restrictions just because they are so important and it's yeah yeah, especially the groups that we start from pregnancy so um, from conception onwards and that's really amazing for you know, for the pregnant mums to be able to say, oh, I feel like this or this is bothering me or whatever the things might be, or could I eat that, I don't know, is that on the list? Or they can bounce off each other and then share their new baby arrival stories and then meet their babies and it's just it's a really beautiful thing for them to be able to support each other right the way through their early parenting.
3: And we really love that we can get to people in the country, you know, that are on a cattle station, zooming in with, you know, you can hear the cows in the background and they never would have got a parenting group, you know, and now they do. Mm -hmm. And also mums with depression that just can't get out the door. Um, We love helping them just to show them that, hey, you're not that different from everybody else. We're all going through this together. And then also... Some people, you know, for example, we've had groups that during the hard lockdown, they were saying, you know, oh, I just saw you. I just saw you because I was just putting my bin out. We're (laughs) in the same street. And they just never would have met each other otherwise because they're in big high rises. And now, you know, they're seeing each other every day, which is so cool. And lots of people from overseas that just came to Australia and then lockdown hit. So they had no village. They had no family support. And there's still no way of knowing when their parents are even going to be able to come over and meet their baby, that they've got other people that are in the same situation as them, you know, that are going through IVF or trying to conceive. They've got other people that know how they're feeling, Mm. um, which is amazing. You've spoken about kind of
1: the geographical things that separate mothers and how you've brought them together. What we see a lot at Women's Health Melbourne is older mums or mums not having children in sync with their friends how have you found your group supporting them? We
2: have really diverse groups, and it's been really interesting. Christy and I both love the idea that the stars have something to do with this, but so often when we put our groups together, we for us their their names and their dates and their you know their geographic locations, but when we actually get those people on the screen, more often than not, there are threads that connect them together. So whether it's, their experience in getting pregnant. I had a group that was all IVF mums and they were all due in the same two months. It was just bizarre that there weren't others in that group too. It just happened to be that that was the group that had signed up for the, you know, for the April intake or whatever it was. But there's always things that link them together. And it might be that it's age. It might be that it's experience. It might be that they're all second and third time mums. Mm. We really have a broad cross section and, So often we can, even within the groups, we can group the group within the groups, if you see what I mean. So we might have two mums that have two kids that have got similar things going on. And then there's two that have had a similar story with this. And there's always friends for everybody. So we don't group our groups based on the age of the mother. It is about the stage of the baby. And the biggest reason for that is that we want them to be able to message each other in the middle of the night. We want them to be able to provide support for what's going on with their child. And we know that connection and honest, being really honest about motherhood experience unifies everybody regardless of their age and stage and their background or their profession or whatever it might be. It's a, As Christy says, it's a real leveler that shared experience of becoming a parent. So that's very much what the focus of the group is, but we do have a really diverse cross-section of women and there is something in the stars that just seems to link them together in these groups, which is really wonderful when we see that play out.
3: And I think too, because we're online, there's less worry. So you can start, you know, you could zoom into a group and it's less worry than being there physically thinking, okay, are you going to be like me? You, You can just think, oh, just go for the first one. And if it's not great, I won't go again. But then they do go, you know, then they come the next week and come the next week and we're so attached to them by the end. We're, like, nearly crying, like, to leave them go because we know that we can't stay as, you know, facilitating their group. They've got to go off and do their own group. But we become so attached to them and we just love hearing when they have their babies. It's just like we just do the biggest happy dance when we see them have their babies. It's just so exciting. And then to support them through that and the troubles and the joys of that. Yeah. Do you have any
0: group that is supporting mums returning to the workplace? Tell us about that, because yeah. that's something that I think a lot of people feel very isolated in as an experience.
3: Absolutely. Well, one of our experts is a return to work expert, Kate Pollard, who works for Circle In. Um, so she does lots of Insta Lives for us, all about when you should go on maternity leave, um, how long you should take, how do you talk to your boss, how do you keep those conversations going. Um, At Mummy You've Got This, we also have a corporate arm which is called Parents You've Got This and um, we recently did a seminar for a big corporate law firm all about returning to work and how you go about that juggle and how to be the best parent you can be through it. So we really do support parents on every subject. So if there is a subject you can think of of parenthood, we've either done an Insta live or our masterclasses cover it because that's the best bit, of, I think, about the fact that we're mum experts is that you could never be the very topest, topest, toppest obstetrician or the topest topest midwife or the topest topest this because you, you just don't have a big enough life to do that. So we've actually gone out to those people who are the very best in their fields, which is like Kate from Circling, who can talk about they know the mechanations and all the policies and procedures and government regulations about each of their areas and um, mums can ask them questions live. When they do an Insta Live, they can ask, get their questions answered live. In our guides, we provide information from Kate about that. Do you have many mums as your experts?
0: Actually, that's really interesting. A lot of our experts are mums. Yeah, That's good. I think it's really helpful to have that lived experience, I suppose, giving advice. One thing I always find when I get asked a lot, because I get contacted a lot directly on Instagram and ask for advice online, is I always say you can't give personalised advice via a generalised platform, and I'm sure that's something you encounter as well. How do you respond to those questions as you both are, as you mentioned, mainly like the go-to for all of the questions? Yeah, so we, Christy and I, don't give any advice. We steer
2: our questions in the direction of our experts and we also always give a disclaimer that it is general advice and that our experts don't have your medical history, so you do need to see your own healthcare practitioner for specific advice. But our experts do the best job they can to provide general advice and they're really clear that it is just that because they don't have all the facts in front of them. So that's definitely a tricky part of it. It's a, That's a, a challenge that we have in providing advice to a lot of people mm. um, but it's certainly something that we're really conscious of.
0: Yeah, and I think just saying to all our listeners, I think you know it's amazing to educate yourself and to seek information in every way you can to try and empower you to make decisions about your life but there isn't any replacement for individualized care in your circumstances you do need to have that personalized advice for serious particularly for serious medical problems one on one absolutely and that's something that is core to our business so
2: for example at each of our class at each of our masterclasses we have generally two practitioners that are for the baby and one practitioner that is for the mum and in the sessions that are delivered for the mum, it might be, um, around, you know, from our women's health physio, it might be the signs to look for that mean that you might need to go and get checked. Mm-hmm. And these are the, these are the things that you need to do to be really careful so that you don't end up with a problem. Um, and she's really amazing at coaching women through what is normal, what is not, and, Everybody is very quick to say, you know, go, and, go and get specific advice mm. if,
3: that's, if that's what they, they think they need. Yeah. But part of it, one of our core business areas is just educating people about all the different things. And I think before you become a parent, you don't realise how many different things that you need to know about until you're in it. And sometimes it's too late then. So, for example, women might have already gone for a run the first week they come home with the baby because they see on Instagram someone saying you should get your six pack back when they should be laying in bed. But they feel this pressure that they should go for a run and then they've given themselves a prolapse and they just didn't even realise that they shouldn't be running. And in birth, you know, there's so much information about birth that you don't know until you're actually in that situation and then they're asking you to make those decisions and you you just don't know so a lot of it is about preparation you know a lot of our experts talk about preparation for birth and then once you're in birth and then once you have your child it's all the things that you just may not know existed and that's why we have 15 different experts which are very cross-disciplinary because there's so much that you don't know about parenthood until you're in it and often when you're in it then it's too late you know you're, you're too tired to work out what you need and you need answers really quickly and so the reason we have our classes from pregnancy all the way through to toddlerhood is that there's someone there to guide and support you throughout your whole journey so you know that if I go to the baby basics class the next class for me is the infant one and I'm going to get the key essential things that I need to know about at that and once I've done that then I'm going to go to the toddler class and then I'm going to find out what I need to know about there, and I think that's the benefit of us actually being mums and having had that experience, is we know all the different things that you're going to need to know as a parent. But then we've got people that have studied it for years and years and years and years and years to give you the proper advice. You know, we can give you a mum advice what worked for us, but they can give evidence expert advice.
2: Yeah, it's everything that we wish we'd known when we started our journey, and that's what it's all about. It's about equipping parents as best we can for the roller coaster of parenthood so connecting them with other parents for shared experience and connecting them with the very best experts and giving them enough information that they're well informed and giving them the contacts so that when if they do need specific advice they know who to go to they know that the mummy you've got this team of experts are trusted and they have fantastic track records and they're
3: and in we all different ways. To. so we're very, very passionate about having expert advice for everybody. So our program is ninety percent free or well, you know Instagram lives are free, we have a lot of free masterclasses. master um, classes. and then the rest are low cost. so all of our money just goes into advertising to get more people to come to the class because we really want everyone to be able to have that expert advice and in all different forms. So we have expert videos for if you can't get yourself to a masterclass because your kid's really unsettled and it's got colic or you've had sleepless nights, then you can watch the expert videos. If you're more of a reader, we've got the guides where you can read the guides and get real quick information Um, on the key subjects, or if you've got the time to come to a masterclass, you can, or you can come to one of our virtual mothers groups. And then, of course, like our socials, each week we've got free expert articles and videos and evidence-based top tips that we share all the time. And so there's lots of different ways that we can connect, depending on how you like to receive your information. We talk
1: a lot in our episodes with other experts as well about the importance of having a village And I know that's definitely a mummy, you've got this thing as well, is that every mum, every parent needs a village. And Radius says it to her patients is that she's there to help them with one aspect of their fertility, but there's so much more that you need support with. How do you advise mums-to-be, mums, dads, parents, how do you advise them to create a village?
2: We've got lots of suggestions for this one. I think the first thing is being open to it. It's realising that you don't have to do it alone, and it's looking for those opportunities to connect with people. So a big part of building your village is the people that you know, so your doctors and your healthcare practitioners, your friends and your family, your neighbours, but it goes beyond that too. I think some of my closest friends I've met walking the streets with my pram, and it's that the willingness to have a conversation, to put yourself out there really helps to build really really strong connections. Having a chat where you're pushing your child at the swings with the mum that or the dad that's standing next to you. With that person that you keep walking past in the street but you've never stopped to get to know, I think any, any points of familiarity that you can build are just so important and there are a huge network of people around mums ready to support them. So there's the practitioners that they see, you know, while they're trying to get pregnant during their pregnancy. But there's also the others that are there to support them, like GPs, like the local pharmacist. There's the person that brews their coffee. There's all of those friendly faces that are there to help and support families every day. I think it's also really important. We talk a lot about being willing to ask for help and being better at accepting help. And that all comes back to recognising the need to build a village and to have a village and that we're not meant to do this on our own. And we have some suggestions on things that you can do to build
3: yeah, a village. Yeah, so ask your mum for practical help. Mum, I need you to come and sweep my floors. That would be helpful for me. Mum, can you come and put a load of washing on for me? Or Dad, can you come and sit with the baby while I have a shower? you know, asking...
0: How come Dad doesn't have to put on the load yeah. of washing? <laughs>
3: Dad, put on the load of washing and then sit with the babies, right, and have a shower. I was about to say, while you're sitting down, Dad, can you fold that washing that Mum just put on? And making sure that, you know, that you're asking for practical support that way I think is really helpful and getting to know, like, your pharmacist and your child and maternal health nurse. So these are people that you can just nip down and say, my baby's not looking quite right, you know, I need help right now, it's 12 o'clock at night the on-call doctor, you know, having these sorts of numbers in your phone to make sure that you've got all of the support that you need, but it's really asking for practical help.
2: There's also a lot of community groups available too. So Christy and I love pre-COVID, every week we would go to our local library story time along with hundreds of other mums and dads and grandparents and carers and it was the most beautiful thing to get to know All the local families, the local park is a great spot. There are activity, you know, swimming lessons. We both have great friends that we met through our little ones doing swimming lessons or gymnastics or music and baby sensory classes. If if you have local organisations in your area, the local toy library, places that parents tend to gravitate to are really great ways to meet other parents as well.
3: And also I think having a child brings back so many beautiful memories for our elderly people in our community. And historically we would have all been in it together, you know, and we would have seen other women birthing. And so, you know, we would have been part of the birth ritual, which I think would take a lot of fear out of having a child because you would have been part of that for generational, generational. But the beautiful thing about culture and coffee society in Melbourne particularly is when you go and get your coffee often you'll see a grandparent say like oh let me have a look because for them it brings them back to that beautiful moment when they first had their child and I think just listen to their advice you don't necessarily need to take it but it's just I think people generally have a want to be able to help and nurture a new parent and so I think that's beautiful to be able to connect with local grandparents and elders and hear their advice on what worked for them and what what didn't work for them during the time, and then potentially having someone like that as a babysitter on call mm. or a local friend that if something does go wrong, um, you can call them for help. To finish off, I think
0: you touched before on you know the right way to do things and the wrong way to do things, and women particularly, I think, giving ourselves a hard time for not being perfect and how um, it's a bit of a kind of get-out-of-jail-free card to get on the Zoom with the picture turned off and still be able to participate. I think possibly a lot of parents for the first time feel like they're not doing everything exactly right and that causes anxiety. What advice as experts in the field but also as as mums yourselves can you give people with those kind of feelings?
3: Yeah, well, we just ran a campaign on this and we've got your beautiful picture as well um, about keeping it real. We're so, so, so passionate about the transition to parenthood, taking time and allowing yourself to grow into that parent as your baby grows. And as your baby gets better at what they're doing, you get better at what you're doing and to really just... Give yourself a chance to rest, you know, hop in bed and rest and sleep when your baby sleeps if you can and just give yourself time to become a parent and find your way and you don't have to be perfect. Like if anything, the harder we try to be perfect, the less connection we can make with people because people can feel that you're trying to be something that you're not and we're all here with all different gifts to be able to do different things. And I think if we focus on what we're good at and trying to connect with somebody else with what they're good at, that's where the magic happens. And so we really just want mums to realise that it's okay not to have had a shower. It's okay not to have the, have the washing piling up. It's, it's okay to feel exhausted. You're going to feel exhausted. This is all just part of it. And we're just super passionate that mums understand that. And I think too, like if you've struggled to get pregnant, a lot of those mums struggle with those feelings, you know, like I've wanted this baby for so long and now I've got this baby here and why aren't I the perfect mum? Well, you can't be a perfect mum because she doesn't exist. And our um, women's psychologist, Dr. Carola Belton, talks a lot about this. She talks about the fact that there's a myth of the perfect woman and that she's very unhelpful, this myth, because everyone's trying to, be this happy, smiley, loving every part of motherhood person and that's just impossible. No one likes every part of any job and this is a 24-hour, 24-7 job and no one's perfect when you're tired and exhausted. Well, the very nature of motherhood, it's tiring and exhausting. So she talks a lot about just giving yourself some slack, just saying to yourself, this is normal to feel exhausted and it's normal to not like every part of it. And let's ask for help. Let's get takeout sometimes. let us It's okay to have eggs on toast or cereal for dinner. Our baby doesn't know what time of day it is. And so she talks about just giving yourself the grace of becoming a parent. And we just hope that all mums feel that um, when they come to us. It's a safe place. The village is for them. And it's everyone else going through this crazy ride with them. And, yeah, that they've got this. We, we call ourselves Mummy You've Got This because we want everyone to feel like they've got it and it's okay to fail it's okay you know that's just learning you can't really fail parenthood they don't come out with a book you know the child hasn't they haven't read a book all you need is love really at the end of the day and they think you're perfect no matter what and that's a big thing like with our own kids I'm getting emotional just thinking about it like you'll have bags under your eyes and you just got no makeup on and you're feeling really raw and vulnerable super tired and your little one will say oh mum so beautiful you just think oh to you doesn't matter. I've yelled the night before. They've got no memory of that. You know, they're so in the moment. They just love you for you. And I think they love your unperfectness as much as your perfectness. So stop trying to be perfect, is our advice for that. And just enjoy every bit because it just goes so fast, doesn't it, Fred? It does. It goes too fast.
2: And all the kids are different too. I think it's really common for parents to compare themselves to others. So it's really important to remember that every child is different, even multiple children coming from the same family are so different. And recognising that every, children is on, every child is on their own path just gives you that little bit of peace of mind
3: too that everything's going to be OK. But in hindsight, it's so easy to say that now because we've got lots of kids. But when you're in it, when you're so tired, you feel like they're never going to sleep. And if I don't do everything that I did the night before perfectly in that sequence, then they're not going to sleep through the night. So it's easy to feel like that. And I think that's the real blessing once you have multiple children is that you realise that, oh, you will sleep one day. You're not going (laughs) to sleep today. That's okay. We'll catch that nap up.
1: Christy and Freya, if our lovely listeners would
3: like to know more about Mama You've Got This... Where can they find you? At mummyyouvegotthis.com.au or on Instagram, we are at mummyyouvegotthis underscore au and on Facebook, mummyyouvegotthis.
1: Thank you so much, ladies. Christine oh. Freya,
0: that was wonderful and Thank great so advice
3: for, for our listeners. Us. Thank you very much for having
2: us. It was lovely to share.
0: Join us on Instagram at knockeduppodcast and at Dr. Rayleigh Alou. Or email us your questions to podcast at womenshealthmelbourne.com.au.